Welcome to The Positive Voice, the podcast that empowers and uplifts through the power of positivity and authentic conversations. I'm your host, Coach Chef Kimberly Houston. I'm a transformational life coach and hope dealer, committed to guiding you on a journey to discovering your inner strength and unlocking your full potential. Each week, we'll connect with inspiring guests, explore transformative stories, and share practical tips to help you lead a more fulfilling and positive life. So buckle up and get ready to be inspired because together we're about to embark on a life-changing adventure right here on the Positive Voice Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Positive Voice Podcast that's all about unleashing the power of positivity in your life. I'm your host, Coach Chef Kim. Yup, that is my title. I'm a coach. I'm a retired chef. And my name is Kim. Welcome to my podcast. Today, we are deep diving into the science behind positive thinking. Are you ready to learn how to rewire your brain for joy and abundance? Because I am ready to get into this content. So let's go. Did you know that positive emotions can have a profound impact on your health and your happiness That's right. Research has shown that cultivating positive emotions like gratitude, joy, and hope can indeed reduce stress, boost your immune system, and improve your overall well-being. When we're experiencing feelings of joy, gratitude, and hope, our bodies release feel-good chemicals like dopamine and serotonin. Isn't that incredible? So how do we start cultivating more positivity in our lives? I have a way you can do that immediately. So the first way you can do that is you can join me in the Positive Voice Book Club. Okay, so hear me out. We do use audiobooks. You don't have to sit there and actually read the book if you don't want to. It's okay. I make sure that you can get them on audiobook and or if you want like to just purchase the book. So um, our book club is a fun and engaging way to connect with other like-minded people and explore the latest research and insights on positive psychology. Plus, you'll get access to our free online community on Facebook where you can connect with other creators, coaches, and entrepreneurs who are also passionate about personal and professional development. A link to join the book club is down in the show notes, so make sure you look at that. This month, we are digging into The High Five Habit by Mel Robbins. I've already done this book this year um, and I was like oh my god I have to bring this to the book club it's absolutely incredible I cannot wait to share this one with you particularly if you are someone who has more bad days than good or if you just need an extra dose of positivity in your life This month is going to be the month you want to join the Positive Voice Book Club. So that's just one way that you can incorporate more positivity in your life, right? But let's jump into the neuroscience of positivity. So one of the things that I like to tell people um, is that I am actually receiving a master's in transformational leadership and coaching. This is my second master's. Um, And for this particular degree, we are working on the neuroscience behind a lot of things that positive psychologists or life coaches or abundance coaches tell you to do, right? It's one thing for you to tell me to be positive and think new thoughts. It's another thing for me to understand what happens in my brain when I do these things. So this podcast is going to be 
a combination of all the pieces of me, right? You're going to get my personality, but you're also going to get the education behind it. The things that I tell you are not just things that I'm making up. If I say that we're working on, you know, choosing a new thought this week, I'm going to give you practical ways to choose a new thought. Today, we are talking about the power of positivity, right? Well, I'm not just going to tell you to be positive. I'm going to tell you why you should be positive. I'm going to tell you what happens in your brain when you think positive thoughts. I'm going to show you how this plays out in your relationships. And then I am going to allow you to walk away from this episode knowing how do I implement this into my life, right? Because it sounds great when a coach, a life coach, a you know, spiritual advisor, an abundance person, or like for me, a hope dealer tells you to do something. It's, it sounds great in theory, right? But how do you actually ground this within yourself so that you can continue? So that is what we are going to jump into. So here's the neuroscience behind positivity. If you've ever wondered how positive thinking actually affects your brain, the research is showing that positive emotions activate the reward centers of the brain. It releases feel-good neurotransmitters like dopamine and serotonin. That means that the more you focus on the positive, the more you train your brain to seek out joy and happiness. So coach, what happens if I think the opposite? Well, if you are living in a perpetual state of negativity, right? Like instead of you going for the positive, you start having all these negative thoughts or what we like to call the spiral. If you find yourself going through that, you are releasing cortisol in your brain, okay? There is a difference between these things. And I do believe that it is possible for you to become addicted to releasing cortisol in your brain. So if you are someone who has an anxious attachment, you are like always worried that somebody's going to leave you in relationships or you are always kind of like looking over your shoulder like I can't trust the world. It's me against the world. You are living in a perpetual state of negativity. The same way going for that dopamine hit, you know, all those little things, it's like, boop, boop, boop. It's just going to make you like light up and you're going to be super happy. The same way people are like getting high, right? Like you're going for this state of euphoria. Just for a moment, I don't want it to hurt. And so you do things that are causing your brain to act as though it should be lighting up your reward centers. Well, you can get addicted to it being negative. Here's how you recognize those people in your life. Have you ever been around somebody and you're like, you know, your children are so well behaved. I love the way you are dressed. Girl, you are doing all the things. And then every single thing that you say that's positive, they come back and say something negative. Oh, girl, them kids, they be acting up when we in the house. Oh, girl, this this whole thing, I just threw it together. Oh, girl, don't even worry. Girl, listen, I'm, I am, I'm not nowhere near you. Like, I am not you. Beloved. I need you to accept the compliment. I need you to give your brain the opportunity to allow the dopamine and the serotonin to be released inside of your body, inside of your brain, so that your reward centers light up. I need you to be comfortable and to be okay with understanding that positivity is a good thing right? So if you are someone who doesn't know how to take a compliment, then my challenge for you is to learn how to do it. Hell, ask for it if you need to. 
tell other people in your life this week you can tell them you listen to my podcast tell them coach chef kim from the positive voice podcast said i need people to compliment me this week so that i can begin practice living in a state of perpetual positivity i did not say toxic positivity because there's a difference. We'll get into that in a different episode. But I want you all to become familiar with what joy and gratitude feels like. I want you to understand that harboring your joy doesn't do you any good or anybody else. Not celebrating yourself doesn't do you any good or anybody else, right? And so for me, this is something I have had to learn. No, Coach Chef Kim did not wake up like this. Believe me, this has been a long journey. This is year number three of me going for intentional moments with myself. Um, And so now I'm sharing that with you. There's no reason for me to harbor my own joy. So I'm going to share it with you and teach you how you can have it. So here's some practical ways that you can start bringing more positivity in your life, um, but also so that you can start training your brain to set off those neurotransmitters. All right. So the first thing I would love for you to do is to keep a gratitude journal. Very simple. Very, very simple. This is not hard. I am not going to tell you to sit down somewhere Indian style, cross your legs, play some um, mantras, listen to a sound bath, and you're going to be in this perpetual state of Zen for like 15 minutes. Nope. This is only going to take about five minutes out of your day, maybe. So what I'd love for you to do is every day for the next seven days until you hear my voice again on the next episode, write down three things that you are grateful for every day. Write down three things you're grateful for. It could be something as simple as a warm cup of coffee in the morning, a hug from a loved one, or a beautiful sunset. Mine, every time I go to Starbucks, if you've ever looked at the Starbucks cup, it says that first sip feeling. It's something about that first sip of a Starbucks coffee that just... It sets off those positive neurotransmitters in the body and you're like, oh my God, this is delicious. This is wonderful. You can taste the robustness of the coffee on your tongue. There's something about that first sip feeling. Honestly, I don't know that any other sip after it is going to give you the same level of euphoria. That's what we're going for here. All right. So you just want to write down those things that you are grateful for. And if you get into the habit of writing these things down, just pick three out of the day, right? You can find three. If you can't find three, then we have a problem. We have a problem. If you can't find three, that means you're not getting out enough. It means you're not going outside in the sun. You know, go for a walk. Breathe in some fresh air. If you live in Atlanta like I do and the pollen is crazy, baby, put your mask on. We've all had them on for the last three years. Throw your mask on. Nobody's going to look at you funny. And just walk to the mailbox, right? Just walk slowly, and breathe deeply while you walk to check the mailbox. Look at the beauty around you. Slow down long enough for you to see that flowers are starting to bloom, that birds are chirping, that the squirrels are running around. You can hear someone's dog barking off in the distance. You can hear kids playing on the playground off in the distance. You can hear a car passing by and they're bumping their favorite song. Just slow down just long enough for you to be able to recognize the beauty of living. 
Try that out for size and see if that helps you become a little bit more grateful for the everyday things that we oftentimes take advantage of. By focusing on good things in your life, you will start to rewire your brain for positivity and abundance. This is not a one stop, you know, like you're going to do this one time and then boom, you're positive and abundant. That's not how this works. This is going to become a habit. It is going to become a lifestyle. And I would love for you to make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you are alerted every single time the positive voice podcast drops because that is what this podcast is for it is to give you that little hit of positivity every single week in your life so make sure you are following along now let me tell you about the impacts of positivity on your relationships did you know that positivity is the key ingredient to building strong and healthy relationships See, the research has shown that positive emotions and behaviors like empathy, kindness, and forgiveness can foster trust, communication, and intimacy. While negative emotions and behaviors like criticism, contempt, and defensiveness can erode your relationships and lead to conflict. To help you cultivate positivity in your relationships, here is a very practical tip. You ready for it? It doesn't require you to take notes. It doesn't require you to like become uncomfortable and like be fake and phony. It is so simple, but it will change your life. It requires you to be quiet. So hear me out. All right. So so my tip for you in cultivating positive relationships is to practice active listening. Instead of just waiting for your turn to talk, try to really listen to what the other person is saying. Right. Like don't automatically start figuring out whatever it is they're talking about. Let me tell you something. This is something I have been actively working on for several weeks now because I am what I call a rescuer in recovery. So as a coach, I am someone who if you start talking to me and you're telling me what your problem is, immediately I am going through ways to help solve your problem, right? Well, sometimes I don't need to solve your problem. And that is one of the things that I do as a coach. I'm not going to solve your problem for you. I sit, I listen attentively. I take notes. I will say things back to you and ask you, is this what you meant when you said this? Just so that I have clarity on what you're saying, but I allow you to talk it out. But I'm not going to fix your problem for you. I co-voyage with my clients. And so that means we are walking hand in hand. I can't do the work for you. And so as a rescuer in recovery, I have leaned into the power of silence. I lean into listening to what you're talking about, because a lot of times when people are talking, they just want somebody to listen to them. They don't actually want you to fix them. So I know that our society wants us to be superheroes and we have all these great ideas and we can help people do this, that and the other. But the same way you've been blessed with that gift, other people are as well. And sometimes they just need to offload and they just want someone to listen. So I would encourage you that in all of your relationships with your friends, with your spouse, with your coworkers, with your children in particular, just start listening. Listen to what they are saying. Ask questions for clarity. Show empathy. Try to understand their point of view. Active listening will require you to do something you probably haven't done before. And that's to just sit in silence. That is to be okay with, if this is your first time doing it, it will be uncomfortable. I am not going to lie to you. It is very uncomfortable to get out of your head and into your body. 
particularly while other people are talking, especially if you have some sort of stake in whatever the conversation is or if you have knowledge about how they can do things better, right? Parents, when your kids are talking to you, sometimes your advice is necessary. Other times it's not. They'll ask you for it, I promise. So just take the position of, I am here to be an active listener. I'm here to be an active participant in this conversation, but I'm just not going to talk as much. I'm going to listen for clarity. I'm going to nod in approval. I'm I'm not going to make frowns at you. Um, My son and I had this conversation earlier this week where I was like, your face tells me what you're thinking, right? And so whenever you feel it like bubbling up inside of you or you're like, I don't know what they're talking about. This person is crazy. You got this all wrong. Before you start thinking those things, I want you to stop, take a breath. And then respond. If you take the time to do that, number one, your face doesn't make the face that is going to annoy people. All you have to do is just stop, take a breath, and then respond. When you do that, it allows your mind to become inquisitive. I want you to be curious about what people are saying to you. I don't want you to be quick to fix it. I just want you to be curious. If you become curious, your eyebrows raise. If your eyebrows raise, you look like you're interested in whatever it is they're saying to you. Those are the little things that you learn and that you start to develop and that you start to cultivate when you are practicing active listening. Now, can you imagine the power of active listening in the relationships that you have or in the relationships that you want, in the relationships that you want to be better? Imagine if everybody in your life took this position with you and they decided to actively listen to you instead of trying to fix you. Imagine how different your relationships would be. By practicing active listening, we will strengthen our relationships and we will build deeper connections with the people in our lives. Now, I know this is the first episode of the Positive Voice Podcast, and so you guys are getting to know me. We're getting to know one another. We're building rapport. For those of you who this is your first time encountering me, this is not my first podcast. So I am also the host of the Visionary Catalyst Podcast while I am not creating any new content for it. It is still up. And so the reason I left it up was because that podcast takes you through the first two years of my healing journey. It brings us through the pandemic. It brings you through my divorce. It brings you through my first six-figure year as an entrepreneur. It brings you through me changing, growing, and developing. And so if you are someone who would like to listen to that, I think the content is still beautiful. You get to watch that progress. So definitely you can check out the Visionary Catalyst podcast. It is still up and it's also on my website, thevisionarycatalystconsulting.com. But on the Positive Voice podcast, I am going to end every podcast with a hot take and an affirmation. Okay, so coaches hot take. What we focus on, we receive. If you are perpetually living in a state, in a constant state of what if something bad happens, I like to challenge you to flip that. And live in a state of what if something good happens. So when people are like, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? I always find the positive and I say, well, what if it does work out? Well, coach, what if it doesn't? But what if it does? But coach, if it does. But what if it does? And I want you to sit with that and I want you to actually answer it. It's not a hypothetical question. What if it does work out? 
Allow yourself the opportunity to imagine what would happen if it does work out. We're really, really good at coming up with what happens if it doesn't work out, like instantly spiraling. Okay, let's go the other way. What if it does work out? What does your life look like if it does work out? I want you guys to remember that for the next week. Honestly, remember it for the rest of your life. If you immediately say, what if this doesn't work out? What if it does? Like, no, really, what if it does? Give yourself five to 10 minutes to literally sit there and think about the positive outcome of whatever the situation is. For your affirmation today, we're going to affirm ourselves. I choose to focus on the positive in my life and cultivate feelings of joy, gratitude, and hope. I am rewiring my brain for abundance and attracting positivity in all areas of my life. I am creating strong and healthy relationships by approaching them with empathy, kindness, and forgiveness. I am a beacon of positivity, and my positive energy inspires those around me. That is our affirmation for today. Are you ready to say it with me? Let's go. I choose to focus on the positive in my life. and cultivate feelings of joy, gratitude, and hope. I am rewiring my brain for abundance and attracting positivity in all areas of my life. I am creating strong and healthy relationships by approaching them with empathy, kindness, and forgiveness. I am a beacon of positivity, and my positive energy inspires those around me. And one more time for my students in the back of the room, Coach is going to give it to you. I choose to focus on the positive in my life and cultivate feelings of joy, gratitude, and hope. I am rewiring my brain for abundance and attracting positivity in all areas in my life. I am creating strong and healthy relationships by approaching them with empathy, kindness, and forgiveness. I am a beacon of positivity and my positive energy inspires those around me. That's a wrap for this first episode of the Positive Voice Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed learning about the science of positivity and how it can improve your life. Remember, you can join the Positive Voice Book Club and connect with our free online community on Facebook. You can also visit me at thevisionarycatalystconsulting.com, all of which are down in your show notes. Don't forget to tune in next week when we'll be discussing the power of resilience and strategies for building it in your daily life. Until then, stay positive and keep spreading joy. Well, friends, we've reached the end of another inspiring and uplifting episode here on The Positive Voice. Thank you so much for joining me today and for being an integral part of our vibrant community. Remember, your journey doesn't end here. We're in this together, and we're always excited to hear your stories, your thoughts, and your suggestions for future episodes. Before we say goodbye, be sure to follow or subscribe to The Positive Voice on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. And 
if you enjoyed our time together today, we truly appreciate it if you could leave us a review or share the podcast with a friend who might need an extra dose of positivity in their life. To stay connected and get the latest updates, follow us on social media and visit our website at thepositivevoicepodcast.com. We can't wait to have you join us again next week for another empowering conversation. Until then, keep shining your light, embrace your inner strength, and let your positive voice be heard. Take care and see you soon.